Welcome to Before Breakfast, a production of iHeartRadio. Good morning. This is Laura. Welcome to the Before Breakfast podcast. Today's tip is that getting more sleep can solve a lot of problems. If you are feeling distracted or unproductive, getting even a little more sleep could help a lot. I know that is easier said than done. But even in tough situations, it might be possible. And facing the day feeling alert and clear-headed is worth making big changes for. This week, we're going to be talking about ways to take care of our brains. If we want to take our days from great to awesome, being on top of our mental games can help a lot. Our brains are the most important productivity tools we have, now and in the future too. So we want to keep these tools as sharp as possible. This brings us to today's tip. Sleep is, honestly, one of the best mind-sharpening tools out there. When I was scrolling through Twitter recently, yes, someone I followed posted this revelation. She had gotten in bed early and slept until a civilized time. In the morning, the most miraculous thing had happened. Her distractibility had completely disappeared. She was focused. Was this what she had been missing her entire adult life? It is quite possible. While people on the whole are not sleep-deprived from a numerical perspective, many adults adopt disorderly sleeping habits that keep us feeling either fatigued or out of control. We stay up too late one night and then crash on the couch in front of the TV the next night. We get up earlier than we'd like a few days in a row and then sleep through an alarm and start the day in a panic. A lot of this happens because many of us view sleep as an unfortunate necessity. We have to do it. So, we go to bed grudgingly. There are so many things we would rather do with our time. But here's an idea. How about viewing adequate, orderly sleep as a secret weapon? When we are well-rested, we can function far better than when we're tired. When we feel like we are in a fog, getting more sleep can make what seemed challenging feel crystal clear. I see this personally all the time. I was feeling earlier this week like I couldn't get anything done. Then I managed to sleep eight hours, two nights in a row. And today, I am planning all the courses I want to launch in the new year. For some people, Getting more orderly and adequate sleep is straightforward. Give yourself a bedtime. If you need to set your alarm for a certain time in the morning, count back the number of hours you need to sleep. For most adults, this is seven to eight hours per day. Try seven and a half if you're not sure. Your bedtime, that is seven and a half hours before your alarm goes off in the morning, is when you need to be going to sleep. So, you need to set another alarm for approximately 30 minutes before that bedtime so you can wind down, brush your teeth, and so forth. You can change this time by an hour or so on weekends or holidays, 
but any more than that is going to put you right back into that fog. It probably isn't worth it. I mean, unless it's really worth it. Like, we're talking your own wedding here. Not much else. If you're not sure this experiment is going to be worth it, giving yourself a bedtime, just try it for a week or two. You might be so surprised at your level of productivity that you won't believe you skipped that feeling just to get an extra hour of scrolling or household puttering at night. Of course, there are many of us for whom this is not so straightforward. Trust me, I wasn't feeling in a fog because I wanted to be up in the middle of the night or at 5 a.m. I would love to get more orderly sleep. However, I have also spent the past 14 years raising five children who have not been naturally great sleepers during baby and toddlerhood. I am sure many listeners are going through similar rough patches. Some people may have family members with complex medical conditions, and caring for them means more interrupted nights than not. Sometimes our own health problems can interfere with sleep. I absolutely get this, and I know that lectures to get more sleep often just feel like adding insult to injury. For those of us where this is the case, we have to acknowledge that there is much we can't control. However, there are still some things we can control. If my toddler has gone to bed at a reasonable time, I can choose to be in bed at 10 instead of 10.30 or 11. And that extra 30 to 60 minutes of sleep already banked can make a big difference if there is a middle-of-the-night wake-up or a very early morning. I can arrange my schedule and work-from-home days to make sure there is at least 60 minutes of open time in the afternoon. That way, I can take a nap if I need to. If things are really bad, I can go to bed as soon as the toddler goes to sleep. I can trade off with my husband and deprioritize everything else until I am caught up. Maybe some of these ideas might work for you too. Try to go to bed as soon as possible. Yes, it is no fun to give up potential free time. But feeling free of the brain fog makes it possible to be much more efficient with the time we do have. Something that would have taken two hours takes one. That time is then paid back to you to do whatever you want. It really is pretty magical. In the meantime, this is Laura. Thanks for listening. And here's to making the most of our time. Hey, everybody. I'd love to hear from you. You can send me your tips, your questions, or anything else. Just connect with me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Before Breakfast Pod. That's B-E, the number four, then breakfast, P-O-D. You can also shoot me an email at beforebreakfastpodcast at iheartmedia.com. That before breakfast is spelled out with all the letters. Thanks so much. I look forward to staying in touch. Before Breakfast is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.